The church is a lot bigger than just four walls, and I am thankful to be a part of something that is not limited to city limits. It's not limited to state lines. It's not limited to, come on, somebody. I'm thankful that it'll reach all over the world. I have a task tonight that I have been asked to uh, complete, but man, I just... I feel victory in the house, so I'm going to have to do my best to rein myself in here because I, I, a part of me just wants to say, let's just have church. I mean, when they begin to talk about you can't have my family, you can't have my increase, you can't have my victory. I need to behave right now, but some of y'all just kind of stood there looking around and then you wonder why your family's struggling and you wonder, you ought to shout right now and just let the enemy know this spirit of fear that's trying to grip us, you can't have my family. This spirit of fear that's attached to this virus, you can't have my increase. I know you've tried to shut down our jobs and our economy and the world may be suffering, but I'm a part of something greater. I'm a part of something more powerful. I'm a part of something that's out of reach. From, come on, somebody. I don't care what the world is going through. I'm a part of a one God apostolic church, and we're going to have apostolic revival in the middle of a pandemic. We're going to break the spirit of fear in the middle of a prayer revival we're going to join together with people of like faith uh, and we're going to break the back of the enemy that's been trying to suppress us uh, and keep us silent uh, i've come tonight to be the voice of victory uh, and i'm going to say a verse that we all know greater is he that is within you uh, than he that is in the world uh, i've come tonight to remind the church uh, we've got a voice that needs to be heard Come on, we've got a voice that needs to be heard here tonight. Oh, Jesus. Brother Myers had that vision and that dream, and it has echoed through my mind as I begin to remember. He said that he saw the mask over the spirit man. We can't be silent, and that's exactly what this is trying to bring us to is to a silence. It's trying to stop us from having a voice in this end time. You know, I'm so, as I, as I begin to see everything that's taken place on mainstream media, I see that it seems that everybody that believes in something right now, everybody that is inspired by what they believe in, they're willing to be vocal about it. They're willing to have a voice about it. They're willing to say, this is what I believe. And I think that we as the apostolic church, now more than ever, we should say, I believe this apostolic truth. And I'm going to have a voice that says, there's still one Lord. There's still one faith. There's still one baptism. This world may be crying, but the issue is still sin. And the answer is still Jesus. And I'm telling you what is going to shift the atmosphere is when the church moves beyond its silence and we begin to act as the apostolic church and we begin to join together in unity and we begin to pray and we begin to pull down strongholds i'm telling you i feel in the holy ghost and i've been stirring all day that this week of prayer if we will really take it for what it is 
and not just say we're coming to punch our prayer time cards, but we're coming into the house of God to put our faith to work. And we're going to come in here and we're going to begin to walk and we're going to begin to pull down strongholds in this city. We're going to begin to pull down strongholds that is trying to hush the mouth of the church and that is trying to silence the voice of the apostolics. Now more than ever, we've got to open our voice as apostolics and as Pentecostal believers. And we got to remember this thing was born in a prayer meeting. The Lord really began to deal with me about the book of James chapter 2 verse number 26. It says, for as the body without the spirit is dead, so faith without works is dead also. We know that you must have the baptism of the Holy Ghost that the evidence is speaking in a new tongue. And that is what quickens this, this body. That is what takes us beyond the grave. And we have the hope after we've been baptized in Jesus' name, filled with the gift of the Holy Ghost. We've repented of our sins and we come out from the world and we begin to be separate. And we take on this lifestyle and we walk according to scripture. When we do those things, we know that this body, I may go into the grave as the flesh, but the spirit man has a hope beyond the grave. James said that beyond that now, you have to understand that just as necessary as it is for the spirit to have life in the body, that it is also that necessary for faith to have works. The Lord began to deal with me. One of our most quoted scriptures is now unto him that is able. Everybody here can probably quote it. If you can, say it with me. Now unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all. That we could ask or think according to the power that worketh where? In us. And I begin to pray and talk to the Lord. And I really felt that this is the verse that we are going to see take place in the middle of this prayer revival. We're going to see the exceedingly. We're going to see the abundantly. We're going to see the above all that we could ask or think according to that power that worketh in us. But the Lord kind of checked me and I began to study a little bit before that. And I began to look in Ephesians chapter 1 verse number 19. And it begins to talk about well, that this exceeding greatness of the power to usward who believe according to the working of his mighty power watch he says which has wrought us in christ when he raised him from the dead and set him at his own right hand in heavenly places watch far above all principality and power and might and dominion and every name that is named not only in this world but also in that which is to come and watch and hath put all things somebody say under his feet and gave him to be the head over all things and watch what he says, to the church. He said, I gave him head to be over all things, which gave it to the church. So we've got to start understanding the next verse says, which is his body. So if he has all things under his feet and we are his body, all things are under our feet. And we know that we will bruise Satan Right? So I begin to think about these things. And I know that this is a little different for me. But I really feel in the Holy Ghost that I'm supposed to just show you a few things in Scripture. So that this next week in, in prayer, we don't just gather and just pray another prayer. But when we assemble, we begin to access that, that true authority that's within us. 
that women that can travail in Zion and the glory that is upon their head as they begin to access that authority that's given them and men that have dominion to do things that only men can and we begin to come together in unity. He begins to talk about these things. He says, which is his body, the fullness of him that filleth all in all. And then chapter 2, it begins to talk about he hath quickened who were dead in trespasses and sins. He begins to talk about that in times past we walk according to the sins. And we, we walked according to the prince of the power of the air and the spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience. He begins to instruct us that we know that we were bound in sin. And Satan had us bound and all of this. And, and then he says in verse number 8, but for by grace you are saved through faith. And that not of yourselves, but watch, it is the gift of God. Not a gift from God, but it is the gift of God. And he says in verse number 13, and we're just going to kind of quickly work through Ephesians. It says, but now in Christ Jesus, ye who sometimes were afar off, you were far off where you were made nigh by the blood of Christ. For he is our peace. Who hath made both one and hath broken down the middle wall of partition between us. What he's talking about is, is that we were the Gentile nation. We were not accepted in the covenant of Abraham. But now he's broken that wall down. And by grace he saved us and he grafted us in. Is anybody thankful that he reached beyond the wall? And watch, he says, now therefore ye are no more strangers and foreigners. But fellow citizens with the saints of the household of God. And then we quickly... Go into chapter 3 in verse number 5. He says, which in other ages were made known unto the sons of men. And now is revealed unto his apostles and prophets by the Spirit. And I just begin to love how all of this begins to weave together. Now remember, we all like to quote, now unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think according to that power that worketh in us. And, he, and then all of a sudden the apostle, as he's continuing writing, he begins to say, they, they, they wanted this, those that were afar off, talking about that those men that they looked into this day and they desired to have this. But we get to enjoy this. And it says, and now these prophets and these apostles are getting to enjoy what these men wanted. And watch what he says. And he begins to talk about in verse number 10. To the intent that now unto the principalities and powers, watch, but these are in the heavenly places, might be known by the church the manifold wisdom of God according to the eternal purpose which he purposed in Christ Jesus our Lord in whom we have boldness and access with confidence listen to those two words boldness and confidence we have access by faith of him and then chapter 3 verse number 16 now watch that he would grant you according to the riches of his glory so this is what I begin to see and what I begin to realize. And, and, and this is the revelation that I really felt like God wanted me to share. We all want to have the exceeding abundantly. And we all want to ask and think and, and these things just take place. And I felt the Lord quicken me. And he said, if you can get into the heavenly places this week. He says to the intent, in, in verse number 10 of chapter 3, unto the principalities and powers in heavenly places might be known by the church. He said, if you can get up into these heavenly places. He said, I've got some things that I'm wanting to show you. 
I've got some keys to revival. I've got some things that I'm wanting to show you. I've got some blueprints for your family. I've got some ideas that I'm wanting to reveal to you. But you've got to not just pray another prayer this weekend starting tonight. But when we gather into this room, we've got to determine within ourselves. I'm not just going to pray my little ritualistic prayer. But I'm going to get into some heavenly places with God. And when I get into those heavenly places, the manifold wisdom of God is going to start showing me some things. He's going to be saying, these are the plans that I'm wanting to show you on how to break the back of the enemy in COVID-19. This is how you're going to defeat the fear. This is how you're going to defeat the anxiety. This is how you're, and he's going to begin to show you some blueprints this week as we begin to gather and we walk all around this building. We're going to begin to say, Lord, what is the key for revival? Lord, what do we need to do to save our families? And I'm telling you, if we'll get into those places with him this week uh, and we'll ascend into those locations uh, he'll begin to show us some things by his wisdom I'm telling you in the Holy Ghost tonight there will be a releasing into this room as we begin to pray God is going to begin to show us some things God is going to begin to reveal us some things and I'm serving notice to the prince of this area this prayer revival we are going to begin to pull down strongholds we are going to begin to root up evil we are going to begin to cast down imaginations and the voice of the apostolic church in power is going to get some plans on how to have this revival. I feel it stirring up. I feel it stirring up right now. If you feel it beginning to quicken you, would you lift your hands right now? Oh, praise God. I feel a releasing in the atmosphere tonight, church. We're going to get into some heavenly places. We're going to enter with boldness and with confidence by faith of him. And he says that he would grant you according to his riches and glory. Are you ready? To be strengthened with might by his spirit in the inner man. Now watch that Christ may dwell in your hearts by faith that you being rooted and grounded in love. This year, the beginning of this year, I went to Landmark Conference and my uncle Mark was preaching. And he began to talk about that, that the difference between the church and the world in the end time. It's not just going to be miracle signs and wonders. He said, because what are we going to do when the Antichrist shows up and starts calling fire down from heaven? He said, the only thing that can separate us 
between us and the world is the world is doing this out of a seed of hate and division. And the church, just as the apostle just said, has to make sure that everything we do is grounded and rooted in love. And as love begins to prevail this week and as we begin to join together in unity, we're going to let this city know we don't care what class of person you are. We don't care what nationality you are. We don't care where you come from. We don't care what language you speak. All that matters is that when we come together in prayer, this is going to come. I feel the Holy Ghost in this room right now. Love is going to prevail out of this body. Love is going to prevail this week. He says, and when you get that, once you've gone into those heavenly places, once you've ascended and you begin to realize that God has power and principalities and powers and angels that are supposed to be known by the church. He said, and there's some wisdom that he's trying to release to us. And there's some things that he wants to give us according to his riches of glory. There's some things he's trying to release to this body. Once we get that, now unto him that is able to do exceeding, abundantly, above all that we ask or think, according to the power that worketh in us. Lord, I want there to be such a demonstration of the Holy Ghost. Not for personal gain. Not for a tweet. Not for it to look good on a live stream. But that this city and this county and this world may know that the church is essential. That the church is needed. That the church is the only place we're going to find rest in this end time. That the church is the only place that we're going to find healing. And we're going to find love. And we're going to find peace. And we're going to find joy. So this week, we've got to come into this place. And we can't just pray, Brother Myers. We can't just pray. When we come together, and we're going to honor, just as Brother Myers said, please bring a mask. Let's honor everything. Let's honor social distancing. But as we begin to walk around this building, and as we begin to assemble tomorrow night and Tuesday night and Wednesday night and Thursday night and Friday night, Saturday night, let us not come here and just put in our prayer and just, and just punch our time card in. But let's realize God's got some things he's wanting to show us. God's wanting us to call some things down. God's wanting us to break some things in this city. God's wanting us to let this area know this is a church where you can find hope. This is a place where you can find love. This is a place where you can find rest from all of the unrest and all of the hate that this world is showing. But we've got to come together and we've got to get into those heavenly places. And we've got to let God show us some things by his wisdom. And we can't just pray and we can't just do another 10 minutes. But when we come together and as we begin to assemble 
We are going to have a releasing of the supernatural in prayer meetings. I believe that people will be filled with the baptism of the Holy Ghost in prayer meetings, Brother Myers. I don't believe that it's just going to happen on Sunday. I believe that we're going to come together tomorrow night and Tuesday night and Wednesday night. And somebody may just be driving by and they feel the drawing of the Spirit that's being echoed out of this room. And they begin to say there's something of love that I haven't been feeling of late in this world. We've got to get in that building. We've got to get to whatever's going on there. And they're going to walk in this room and they're going to say, boy, these people kind of seem drunk. And we're going to say, no, we're not drunk as you suppose. We're just full of the Holy Ghost. And we're going to lay hands on the exceeding and abundantly will happen this week through prayer. If we can tap into some heavenly places, if we can get a hold of the power of God, and if we could call it down, and if we can break the back of fear and anxiety, my Lord have mercy. So tonight, uh, it's here right now to be released right now now if you just want to pray another prayer you can but I want to hear some prayers from some people tonight that are about to say we're not just going to set the stage for this but we're going to launch this week on a Sunday night and as the victory that we felt come in here during worship it's still here and you can leave out of this place healed tonight and delivered tonight and set free tonight because the power of God's going to be here. I'm telling you, I feel the Holy Ghost in this room right now. My God, have mercy. Would you stand with me all across the house? If you'd like to make your way to the front, you can make your way to the front. If you're more comfortable praying where you're at, you can pray where you're at. Apostolics, we have the ability to change things by the power of prayer tonight. You have the ability to change things by the power of prayer tonight. It's going to start tonight. That song said, you can't have my family. You know how you're going to save your family? Through prayer. You can't have my increase. You know how you're going to change your financial outcome? Through prayer. There is victory in this room right now. And there are some travailers that are beginning to flow and right here. And I bid you're, you're released in Jesus' name. Go ahead and begin to let that spirit of travail out right now. But I want every person that's in this room right now. I don't want anybody being quiet. Please don't just pray in your head. Please don't just pray in your head. Would you lift your hands right now? And could we get into those heavenly places starting tonight, right now? And could we begin to pull heaven down to earth tonight, right now? 
Come on, saints of God, let's have an apostolic prayer meeting right now. Come on, I speak by the authority of the name of Jesus that the back of fear must be broken in this county. I speak by the authority of the name of Jesus that the spirit of depression that is on the other side of this virus, you must be gone from every person that is in this room. I speak against anxiety that is on an all-time high right now. You must not touch this place any longer come on these are the kind of prayers you've got to pray right now these are the kind of prayers we got to be praying Come on, lift your voices. Let's pray. Let's pray with authority. Let's pray as the child of God. Let's enter with boldness. Let's enter with confidence right now. Come on, with boldness, walk in and say, Lord, this is what I need. You get into that throne room of grace right now. Boldly, you say, this is my petition. And from his riches and glory, he's going to begin to supply. Come on. Young man, this is how you learn how to travail. Lift your hands and out of your belly, let it flow. Young lady, this is where you learn how to travail. Lift your hands out of your belly. Let it flow by the power of the name of Jesus. Come on, come on. I pray for everybody that's affected of COVID in this church right now. Let the healing power of the Holy Ghost go to every hospital room, go to every place of quarantine, and let the healing power of the Holy Ghost fall. Come on, boldly and with confidence, boldly and with confidence, boldly and with confidence. Come on, that's it. It sounds like an apostolic prayer meeting. I think this is what the upper room sounded like. Come on, pray with authority. Pray with dominion. That's it. Come on, in the name of Jesus. Come on, you need to speak to the spirit of fear that's trying to grip this world right now. You must go in Jesus' name. I speak the peace of the Holy Ghost to be a blanket over the East Wind family in Jesus' name. Come on, pray with authority. Pray with dominion. This is how you change the atmosphere. Come on, with boldness and with confidence. With boldness and with confidence. Come on, get to that throne room. Get beyond that place of flesh right now. And get into that place with the Most High God. Get in there boldly and with confidence and say, You are my Father. I am your son and I am your daughter. This is my petition. This is my petition. 
This is what I need. This is what our world needs. This is what our country needs. This is what our city needs. Come on, don't stop now. Don't stop now. Push a little further. Come on, we got to go beyond our flesh tonight. We've got to set the stage. We've got to, come on. Come on, pull down some strongholds. Come on, pull down some strongholds. Come on. Come on, that's it. That's it. If you're watching online, if you're watching online, I challenge you in the name of Jesus, join with us. Join with us right now. Lift your hands. We may not be together in the building, but we can link in spirit by the authority of the word of God and by the power of the name of Jesus. Let there be an authority and a boldness baptize us. Jesus, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Jesus. In the name of Jesus. 
I believe I have a word for you tonight. Toward the end of David's life, he numbered the people and displeased God, and God sent the prophet Gad to him. He said, tell him he can choose one of these three things. Shall seven years of famine come upon thee in the land, or wilt thou flee three months before thine enemies while they pursue thee, or that there be three days pestilence in thy land? Now advise and see what answer I shall return to him. David said unto Gad, I am in a great strait. Let us fall now in the hand of the Lord, for his mercies are great, and let me not fall into the hand of man. So the Lord sent a pestilence. Literally, pestilence means plague. We are facing a plague. So the Lord sent a pestilence upon Israel from the morning even to the time appointed and there died of the people from Dan even to Beersheba 70,000 men. And when the angel, now here's where you and I come in. And when the angel stretched out his hand upon Jerusalem to destroy it. The church is Jerusalem. The Lord repented him of the evil and said to the angel that destroyed the people, it is enough. Stay now thine hand. And the angel spake unto the Lord, and David rather spake unto the Lord when he saw the angel that smote the people, and he said, Lo, I have sinned, and I have done wickedly. But these sheep, what have they done? Let thine hand, I pray thee, be against me and against my father's house. And the plague stopped. I'm asking the church to pray that the Lord would spare Jerusalem. And the God that created heaven and earth and breathed life into every one of us, not once but twice when he filled us with the spirit of God. He filled us with a human spirit and then he filled us with a Holy Spirit. I'm asking the church to humble themselves and pray and say, God, we ask that you would send forth thy hand and that you would stay this plague and protect the church of the living God. Would you lift your hands right now and would you pray that prayer? say it is enough. I'm asking you, Lord, to put up your hand. I'm asking you, Lord, to stay this plague by the power and the authority of the Word of God. Yeah. 
some Hannah's that'll pray without fear. I felt when we were, Brother uh, Morgan was preaching, I felt uh, to do this, and we'll have it all lined up before we get to tomorrow night, but in addition to our own ministry, I felt that we need to connect with men of, uh, and women of faith uh, in America and, and around the world. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to have people send in videos, 20-minute videos. We're going to play them on the big screen. We're going to join our voice with men and women of faith from all around the globe. And we're going to make this a revival that's much greater than just Palm Bay. We're going to host it. And I believe this is a divine direction from God. We're going to break the back of this thing. God will hear our prayer. We're going to pray together, and we're going to shake. Hallelujah. Come on. You got to believe you got power. You got to believe you got authority. Come on, you can bring down strongholds with your faith and your voice. We've had, you know, 60 days of preaching every night, broadcast every night throughout this uh, lockdown, and we got back into having church, and I felt like this week we need to do it in prayer. So we're going to use that same formula, but it's going to be prayer. 
We're going to be doing it by online. We're going to have other people doing it by sending in videotape. We're going to have this auditorium open, but together. Come on, when God's people get together, we humble ourselves. God's going to do a great work. Are you with us? You're going to do it? You're going to be a part of it? Is there anything more important than this? Brother, uh, Brother Wes and uh, Sister Lydia, would you come and, and just stand right down front here with your uh, beautiful girls? I want to pray for this family. I'm going to ask you to uh, help me pray for this family. They have for uh, a couple of years talked to me about uh, their burden to go back to Alaska and to work with uh, Brother Josh Herring's father that uh, pastors in Palmer, Alaska. And uh, they have uh, made a decision to do that. And, of course, we're going to miss them. But um, we are thankful that Brother Wes's job is still here in Melbourne. And he's going to be able to work remotely. But they'll be back uh, here a lot uh, through the course. But they feel led to do this. And we want to support them and love them and, and let them know how much we're going to miss them, what a great blessing they are to our church. They're very special, and I know that this is something God has put on their heart, and we want to uh, just support them with our prayers and with our love. Would you just gather around, and maybe we can just pray for them in a way that is not uh, too overwhelming, but at least they'll know they can feel the support of our love. Let's pray together right now. Lord, I thank you for this wonderful family. I thank you for the Lindsay family right now in the name of Jesus. I pray you would keep them and protect them, God. As they make this transition, Lord, I pray you'd be with them, Lord. I pray that you'd protect these girls. Oh, God, I pray you would be that friend that's sticking closer than a brother. I pray that you would be with them, Lord, and the Holy Ghost. Lord, as we send them out, God, I'm asking, Lord, that you'd be with them, even as they sent out from the church in Jerusalem. Even as they prayed for those and anointed those those young men to go forth and have revival. I'm asking you, God, that you would give them great revival for this sacrifice. I pray, God, that your blessings would be upon them. I pray that you would keep them, oh God, wrap your arms of love about them. Be with them, oh God, in the name of Jesus Christ. Oh God, I pray your anointing upon them. Be with them, oh God, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah. By the anointing of the Holy Ghost, by the power of the name of Jesus, and by the authority of your word. Be with them, O God, and keep them, O Lord. We pray blessings upon them in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Sister Lydia and the girls will still be around for a little bit. Brother Wes will, will be leaving this week, but then he'll be back in about a month and a half. But we just want you guys to know how much we love and appreciate you. And you're always going to be a part of our family and be in our thoughts and prayers. Amen. God bless you. Don't forget tomorrow night. Get ready for a great week. 7 o'clock tomorrow night. God bless you. You're dismissed in Jesus' name.